Hello and welcome to the Earth to MM podcast. My name is Mary Mad and today we're going to be talking about how to create a habit of exercise for non-disciplined people. So I have a four-part process for creating habits that I explain in my intro to this little mini series about creating good habits um, in light of just New Year's resolutions in 2022. Woohoo! Um, so I'd love for you to go check that out. Um, that's going to make more sense if you listen to this episode just about the process about how I, as an undisciplined person, create habits and the way I've observed that works for me and I think work for many people. So definitely go check that out and this will make more sense, but you can also just listen in um, with just this episode and it will make, um, this should make sense still, but it'll make more sense if you listen to that episode. And I encourage that because it'll help you make habits in other areas to not just exercise. So I want to go ahead and give you, <coughs> sorry, <sighs> coughing. Um, this episode is going to be a little bit longer than 15 minutes, I believe, just because I have a lot of stuff to say here. But first, I want to give a quick overview of my history with exercise in general. So just so you know where I'm coming from with this, I grew up as a competitive swimmer. And so I swam at the very least from the time I was eight years old, five times a week for two hours straight, sometimes more. Um, sometimes it'd be like six hours, six days a week, you know, with two and a half hours. And sometimes we even did like over the summers, we would do two a days. And so I'll be basically exercising nonstop for like four hours a day. It was crazy. I don't know how I did that. So, um, I did this until I was 17 years old and then I actually went to boarding school and at that time I just didn't have time to be on um, a year-round swim team um, and so I didn't know how to exercise. I, I needed to create a discipline of exercise but I really didn't know how to do it myself. Like I needed someone basically forcing me to practice and like I liked being on a team and I liked having other people to exercise with and so I had a really hard time learning how to get my body moving and during that time I just became unhealthier and unhealthier until I learned how to create my own rhythm of healthy eating and exercise but it took me a lot of experimenting and trial and error to learn how I work and how my personality works in order to get myself to do these things. So I tried going to exercise classes and I tried running on the treadmill, etc. But the breakthrough key ingredient for me, um, because like basically I would do those things, but it would be like really inconsistent. I would do it for like, you know, three days and then never go and do it again or something. Um, so the key ingredient for me that I was missing for a few years and I finally figured out kind of my freshman year of college or sophomore year of college was um, I had to make it fun. If when once I learned how to love exercise and make it fun for me personally, um, my habit of exercise went from like wishful thinking to a reality. So 
that means for me, that meant I stopped going to exercise classes when I greatly, because I greatly preferred being outdoors and I did not like being in a room with a bunch of other ladies and staring in a mirror and having someone like tell me what to do. I just really didn't like that. So I stopped doing that and I completely stopped watching Ellen DeGeneres. Um, I used to, on the treadmill after school, I used to go to the school I mean to the gym after school and just watch Ellen DeGeneres and run on the treadmill but I hated it um and Ellen just like got me through it um and I just stopped doing all that said I'm not doing it I don't like it and I like to be outside so I started grabbing a friend of mine and we would just go on a hike or a walk or a quick easy jog and then what would happen was after I did that, I would feel so fueled emotionally and physically, and I had so much fun that I would want to go back and do it again, Um, and I didn't feel like I had to, like, white muckle myself into going to exercise, like, that afternoon after school. I was, like, excited to go on a walk with this friend or go um, on a quick jog with this friend because it was fun. Like, I wanted to be outside, and we could talk about school and whatever, and so... I just didn't feel like I was forcing myself through gritted teeth, you know, for the next mile or whatever. I just took breaks when I needed to. I pushed myself somewhat. But for the most part, I just focused on like moving my body and enjoying myself. And so that's going to be the main tip I have for you today. And the main thing we're going to talk about and the it's the first and the most important step in the process of building a habit of exercise for non-disciplined people. It is to make it fun. And it is the first um, and most important process in any habit building for non-disciplined people, Um, especially if if you're a person that values fun and values um, just like enjoying things, Um, which it sounds silly because it feels like we all should value, like do value that to some level. But I think there's some people that value it more than others. And I'm definitely one of those people. So it has to be fun. So let's go with, let's talk about motivations for a little second here. I just kind of a caveat for make it fun, but I do think it's connected and we need to talk about this. So there are so many motivations that we have when it comes to any subject, but especially with exercise, we have to address one of the main motivating factors for many people. For many of us, the main reason for exercise is guilt and shame surrounding our bodies. I bet if you're listening to this, at least part of you, part of the reason that you're wanting to exercise is that you want to rid yourself of some sort of body shame. And I know that because I've been there myself. So if that's the case, I really, really want you to seek a counselor. I would love even better, honestly, to start up a conversation with a safe and trusted friend or mentor about this. Um, maybe you should read a book about body shame or about shame in general. And I, and really, really most, most importantly, I want you to pray um, and ask God to help you out of this battle of shame because Um, God loves you like whatever shape or size you are and to not believe that and to believe he loves you just a little bit less or you're not as much of a Christian or as good of a Christian or whatever that is from the enemy and shame is just like a very terrible awful motivator and it is never satisfied 
No matter how much progress you make, it will never be good enough to give you true lasting peace. You might succeed for a little bit and you're like, oh, happy about yourself. But eventually, like, you'll have a hard season and you won't be whatever body you want to be. And then you'll be miserable and fail and be back in a pit of shame. And then if you succeed, you'll be prideful. And so we want true and lasting peace for you, whatever um, health state you are in. And God provides that in Jesus Christ. And so you definitely want to look into that. So the good news is there's definitely freedom from shame for body shame for you and long before your body gets healthier. I've experienced this and I know other friends of mine who have as well and it is possible to be content with the body you have where you're at and accept the love of a father of the father for you in your whole self, soul and body. That said, um just that we've gotten that out of the way Just because you are in the midst of a struggle with body shame doesn't mean that you can't make progress in your health. If I was going to wait until I had like the perfect relationship with my body to improve my health, then I would be waiting forever and I assume it's the same with you. So let's talk about other motivators. Your health, number one, and secondly, your enjoyment. So I want you to work on fueling these motivations, specifically the enjoyment part. Um, And this is where the make it fun comes into play. So the fact is this, and I've talked about this in past episodes in this series, but we do the things that we like. We make times for the things that we love. We seek out a TV show because we like it, or we make time to talk to our boyfriend or girlfriend because we love them. And we might make time to go on trips because we love to travel So the idea is that if we can enjoy working out, if we can make an enjoyable, fun experience, then you'll actually do it not out of shame or out of fear of being unhealthy, but out of at least some level of love just for the activity itself. So that's the question now is like, how do we begin to love it? Like you might be thinking very mad, like I hate exercising. I can't explain to you how much I hate it. How in the world am I supposed to love it? I can't just like be like, okay, now I love it. Magic wand. So I want to guide you through this a little bit. So I want you to think of exercising activities that you at some point in your life maybe have actually liked. Not ones that burn the most calories. I don't want you to think about the ones that are the coolest. I don't even want you to think about the ones where you like the idea of them. But I want you to think the one, about the ones where you actually like the activity you're doing at least somewhat. So maybe you don't even like them yet, or but you feel like you could somehow like them. So I want you to think about that for a second. I'm going to give you like 10 seconds just to think. Okay, so... You might have some ideas by now. Um, If not, you can think after this podcast and come back and listen. But now I want you to think of what you don't like about these activities. So, for example, for me personally, I used to love bar class, like the actual exercise. But I hated watching myself in the mirror the whole time. And I hated paying money for the class. So think about what you don't like about the activity.
Now I want you to think about how you can change those aspects of the activity. Continuing with my example, instead of going to bar class and paying money and having to stare at myself in a mirror with all these sweaty women around me, I just started working out my room. I looked like up a bar um, class YouTube video that was free. Um, and I turned on music that I liked and I opened up the windows and I mirror the walls weren't full of mirrors and I didn't have to pay anything and I didn't have to drive to a studio. So I made it more enjoyable. So what aspects of your activity can you change to make it even more enjoyable? Another example might be you like running, but you hate the treadmill. Um, So guess what? Go run outside. Maybe you hate running outside, but you love the treadmill and you love to watch this certain TV show while you run on the treadmill. Get inside and put that TV show on. Another example might be that you hate group exercise because you're always comparing yourself, but you like to do cardio and you love the outdoors. So you should take your laptop outside with a speaker, play a YouTube video in the backyard on a pretty day. Um, So what you want to do is amplify what you like about the exercise, like all the aspects of it, not just the, the movement, but like the setting that you're doing it in and the music that's playing or that's not playing. Maybe you like to listen to a podcast instead of music and that changes here and there. Or maybe you like this type of weather. So you prioritize exercise on those days, that sort of thing. You want to amplify what you like about the exercise. So another great way to make exercise fun is to get creative Sometimes when I don't have like a lot of time or motivation during the day and I don't honestly have even the time to go throw on like a full exercising outfit and everything, I literally will tell Alexa to set a timer. I pull the blinds down on our windows. I might just um, put on a t-shirt and I dance for like 20 minutes straight just to move my body and have fun for a bit. I mean, it's crazy. I'll be doing like ballet and squats. I might like jump off the couch. It's like literally insane. So there's a reason that I close my blinds. But it's just like really fun for me. Like I love to have a dance party with myself. And I'm like sweating and my blood's pumping by the end of it. And it's great. And it's so easy. Um, Another example would be sometimes I just think it's a pretty day or um, I want to see what's going on in the neighborhood. And so I just take a walk. I take, uh, it could be a long walk or short walk. I just make sure I'm moving for about like 15 minutes or so. So on days when I know that I won't exercise later on because I'm busy, but I don't have the time to get sweaty or I don't want to, um, I might just dance or might take a quick walk and that's it. So you might be thinking like, that's so little, like, is that going to change anything? And here's the thing. It didn't change the fate of my health, the fact that I just had a dance party with myself, but it was enjoyable. It got my blood pumping and it released some stress for a bit and it made easier to go on a hike the next day because I remembered how beautiful it was on my walk the day before um, or I'm in the mood because I'd been moving my body and I remembered how fun exercise can be. And so this is kind of a little bit jumping ahead of the game, but that's actually part of noticing the benefits. Um, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So 
Um, we're almost done with step one. Um, just for a little bit of creativity, maybe for the moms out there or those who take care of kids. I'm a nanny. And so sometimes I'll take the kids to the park and I'll race them or I'll play tag with them. I'll swing with them. Um, and it isn't much, but it's getting my blood pumping. We might take a walk around the neighborhood to the local park and those little things add up and they keep my muscles going and they give me just a little bit of pep in my step to maybe brave a quick mile with my husband, um, before dinner or, um, something like that. So a little exercise every now and then can have a ripple effect. Um, and so, Okay, so we have talked about how to make it fun um, and how to make it comfortable, um, more comfortable for yourself. And so we are off to a good start there. Um, Now, the rest of this should go by really quickly. Um, So the second step is after you've figured out a way to make it fun, I want you to set a strict short period of time um, where you will be doing X exercise. So, for example... For fun, one week, I will do something physical every day for 20 minutes. That's an example of something you could do. So it like saying something physical means like it could be a walk. It could be a hardcore dance. It could be sprinting. It could be like just, I don't know, yoga. It could be whatever. But for one week, every day, something physical, 20 minutes. Okay. That's a very obtainable goal. Or, um, Another one, if you want to do a little bit of a longer one, it could be for one month, I will walk at least one mile a day. That's it. One mile every day. doesn't have to be fast. doesn't have to be slow. Just for a month. That's it. Um, although I will say a month will be a long time for me to commit to that. I'm not a long committer. But if that's what works for you, that's what works for you. So for three days is an example. I will go do yoga class, go do yoga every morning. I am all about YouTube yoga. I love Hola. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Hola, Jess yoga. If you look her up, she's awesome. She's so simple. I'm not a fan of Adrian. Um, but I love (laughs) Jess's yoga. So for three days, um, I do this. Sometimes I do yoga every evening. I just do it. And it, um, helps me get back in the groove. And so one last example I'll have, you could even say for the next two weekends, so it doesn't have to be every day or something, but for the next two weekends, I will go on one four mile hike with a friend. That's it. Just two weekends. So during this time, these short periods of time, I want you to notice the benefits. Did you sleep better on the days that you worked out or did your mood improve? Did you notice it was actually a beautiful weather outside after that walk that you didn't and you didn't really notice the weather before? Did that make you happy or did it make you joyful? Did you clear your mind and relieve some stress after that mini dance party with yourself? Was it fun? Was your appetite heightened and did dinner taste even better than usual? I often notice that exercise opens up my eyes to the vibrancy of the physical things in life that I didn't notice before, like food. Of course, there are physical benefits like weight loss and muscle gain and getting rid of bloating, etc. However, I want you to focus on the other ones more and have a more well-rounded view of exercise so that you have a healthy, well-rounded relationship with exercise. Noticing these benefits, as I said in earlier podcasts, 
is making actually a literal physical impact on your brain. Um, this is like a really sciencey thing. And I learned about these things as a psychology undergrad. But if you know anything about psychology, undergrad is not enough to certify you in anything. Um, but you do learn some stuff. And I could go into the science of it, but you don't really care about that. I'm not here for that. But just know that when you notice the benefits of something, what you're doing is you're actually strengthening a chemical neurological pathway between good feelings and the thing that you're thinking about. So good feelings and exercise, good feelings and going on a run, good feelings and yoga. And the more you do that, the stronger your association. And this will help you actually want to exercise and not have to force yourself to. And so we have arrived at the final step. Um, it, it is going to be continue on with normal life. And that seems like a really weird step for most people. Um, I know. But if you're anything like me, you have really busy weeks and then you have very laxed weeks. And you don't really have a consistent enough schedule to run every day at this time or get a yoga session in every day at that time or on X day each week. Some weeks it looks like I'm working out like five times, maybe even six times. And some it's more like two or three or sometimes just even one. So what I do is I'll just kind of go through spurts of exercising in different ways. And I try to keep it, um, I try to do different stuff. So I'm not just doing one thing all the time. But sometimes I notice I haven't exercised in a while and I don't want to exercise at all. And so what I do at that point is I restart from step one of make it fun um, and I set a short period of time that I exercise for um, like a specific exercise or a very short period. Like for me, it's literally usually like maybe anywhere from three days to a week. And um, I do it every day and I commit myself to it. And I remember that, oh, wait, I actually enjoy this. Like I have to remind my brain of that. And then I'm back at it and I'm continuing exercising on a regular basis. So this is what works for me as a non-disciplined person. I hope if you are a non-disciplined person that's listening to this podcast, or maybe you're just having a hard time finding discipline in this area of your life, that this podcast will bless you. Um, God made us body, soul, and spirit. And so being our body is connected to our soul. It's connected to our spirit. And so you really will probably find, as I have, if you take good care of your body and if you fuel it emotionally, um, physically, well, if you fuel, fuel yourself, sorry, emotionally, physically, spiritually, all those things, that um, you will see the benefits in all other areas as well. And so I really do pray, my prayer for you is that this podcast and this information equips you to get consistent in your exercise routine and then you see benefits in all areas of your life we don't want to do this just for the mirror this is for the sake of our spiritual lives as well and I think that's really important to remember so that's all I have for you on this podcast it's longer than I wanted but I think it's good information and if you have any questions for me, feel free to reach out. Um, and if this podcast helps you make a positive um, habit or 
um, discipline for your exercise, please let me know. It encourages me um, <clears throat> when people reach out to me about my work and it tells me how they changes how it changes. It's me noticing the benefits at that point. And then it encourages me to make more of um, podcasts and content like this. So please, please let me know. It makes a difference. It really does. So that's about it. I hope you have a wonderful day and um, the Lord be with you. Thanks.